Hello and welcome to Light Camera Privacy, the podcast series that looks at some of the most well-known movies and puts it under the data privacy microscope. My name is William Moore and with me today is Becky Gray. Hello, Becky. Hello. And we are both privacy and data associates at Shoesmith. In this episode, we will be looking at the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So, Becky, Lord of the Rings, data mm-hmm. privacy, not natural bedfellows, are they? Not natural bedfellows, no, Will. Um, but if you are a Lord of the Rings and data privacy geek, like me and you, yeah, then there's stuff to be found. <laughs> there's stuff to be found. Which was quite surprising. Middle Earth <laughs> has its issues. And I think we're going to start with the biggest leap of all. The listeners are going to look at us and go, I'm, I'm not sure you can really make that jump, but okay, hear me out. <laughs> Trying to compare the ring of power to a phishing email. Am I, am I making too big a leap there? No, do you know what? I'm sold. So the one ring is a phishing email. Yeah. Pops into your inbox. It's shiny. Yeah. It's offering you something very exciting. Yeah. You put it on. Suddenly, Sauron is in your brain. Yeah. It's <laughs> all your deepest, darkest secrets. It does. He's a corrupting influence. Oh, isn't he just? And he can assume your personality and, and and control you. He can use your innermost thoughts against you, you know. And, and that's the thing, isn't it? So what we're trying to say is that in Middle Earth, if you see a ring on the floor, be careful. Don't just put it on. Don't just put it on. Don't just click that email open. When you get those emails that says there's a shiny <laughs> ring available, and don't click it. You A, a world of of mayhem and pain and will will ensue. Yeah. So I think that's our first sort of moment of there is a potential data privacy issue in Middle Earth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure all the listeners have now switched off. But (laughs) at least you've stayed with us. There are are other potential data privacy issues. So what we're going to talk about is the Fellowship's journey through Middle Earth and the moment when they go through the Mines of Moria. So they don't go through the front door, do they? They do not go through the front door. Famously, they go through the back door. No, they go through the back door. The Doors of Durin, which, you know, it's one of those ones where we see in that scene, there is a little door that opens up and then a in the moonlight, the sort of a riddle or writing turns up. Mm. And they sit there and they ponder it. And eventually there's a moment where it hits them that the password is friend. Belloc. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's if we start to <laughs> It's think so it, iconic. Isn't it? It's one of those ones where we're like, okay, so there's a riddle to get into the Mines of Moria, which is I'm sure a heavily fortified mountain. And they were able to get access to it through the back door, through a password as simple as friend. It's like having passwords or passwords, you know. You've got a riddle which, let's be honest, isn't the most complex riddle in the world. Yeah. Sort of as your security prompt for yeah. your password. Yeah. So, so do you think there should have been multi-factor riddles? Oh, the many ri- riddles throughout the way. There, there should have been. There should be like a treasure hunt of riddles, or perhaps leading to some kind of like safe situation where you know you turn one key one way, yeah, one key yeah, the other way. Yeah, more Indiana Jones style. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I wouldn't. Wouldn't want to mix up the fantasy. There. Okay, I'm not going to mix it up. All right, <laughs> I'm just saying it's more complicated to get things in that world. Yeah, but that's a really interesting analogy, right? So as you say, you know, you've got your Mines of Moria, which are the, is a dwarven realm and is famously um, really well protected, has massive, I'm assuming, massive gates at the front. Yeah. It's like your like IT infrastructure, yeah. really well protected. There's one back door yeah. with a really simple password yeah. that allows people in. Exactly. It could be also your office. You know, if you've got, you know, 
documents and client details or company records and suddenly you've got this amazing security cctv all these sorts of things but there's just a back door where it's just got it's it's so in, simple to get in and that's what hackers can do they find the mm -hmm. back door it's you know your security is only as good as your weakest point and if you've got that sort of weakness then that's something you're going to have to focus on that's something you're going to have to patch up and make sure first of all it's just not there you need to get you need to find it so do those penetration tests yeah that, that are so important to find those weaknesses and patch them up yeah absolutely um and let's not forget you know the watcher in the water oh uh, yeah i thought you were going to bring this up yeah i'm not yeah. i'm not sure that's a security measure that was not put there by the door it wasn't put there by the dwarves no it wasn't put there it by is the a good security measure. It's, it's like having a dog at the door yeah, yeah, just like a little chihuahua that just like you know, aggressively more like a kraken. So okay, and then we're going to move on to the final one that we want to talk about, which is the lighting of the beacons. Now, the lighting of the beacons is a, it's a, it's a, a critical moment in the final film, yep. and it's the moment where Gondor reaches out and asks Rohan for help, and Rohan answers the call, and Middle Earth is saved. But the way that that worked was there was a pile of wood. And one of the hobbits was able to climb up the side of a little um, pyre. pyre yeah. And um, and was able to light it. And I yeah. noticed there was only one god. Only the one. And you're thinking that message that went from Gondor to Rowan, it's, it's a critical message. Yeah. It's like the most important message you can have. And it's not encrypted, is it? Everybody can see it. Everyone can see Everyone those knows beacons. what it means. Yeah. And so we're basically saying that basically Gondor is saying, help, we're in trouble. And that could kind of be a bit like, you know, it's one of those ones someone could see an opportunity to attack Gondor um, themselves, you know. So it could be that, you know, so sort of saying, oh, they're they're in trouble. We've got an opportunity here. It's sort of letting Middle Earth know that there's an issue. Yeah. Um, and it's incredibly important and should be private message. Yeah. And equally, you know, Mordor could have intercepted that message, mm. those beacons, and thought, do you know what, guys? We're going to change our tactics. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's a really good point. You've let the enemy know what you're doing. Yeah. So that's really good. So, so then we started to think, okay, if they've, if that's it, how could they have done it differently? You know, should they have used the eagles? Could they have had, is there a way that they could have done it where it would have been less likely to be intercepted? But it's mm -hmm. one of those ones where, you know, maybe this was the only option because I don't know. And in, in, in part, unless it's a horse person on a horse making it, I think it would have to be if we're looking at the quickest method, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think the eagle was underutilised in the Lord of the Rings yeah. films. But the quickest method in, in a Middle-earth situation is probably going to be lighting the pyres. Yeah, but they risk... But uh, it's, it's a risk. It's, it's a, a massive risk. risk. Every business has risks in the decisions that it makes. Yeah. So we're saying if you've got these critical pieces of information, you've got these messages that... Or even if you're sending some information on email that should be encrypted, whether that's sensitive personal information, you need to do that because the risk of interception can be quite high. And the, if it is intercepted, you want to make sure that that message is protected, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure that if Gandalf had a secure file exchange platform, yeah, he probably would have used that. That's a really good point. Well, I think that those three things other things that we picked out of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And I think that we we did say it was going to be a bit of a stretch, but I think we've made a good case to say that there are some privacy and data protection concerns within within Middle Earth. Yeah. And do you know what? I think if if you search harder, you'll find many more. I know it's a long there's a lot of movie to There's a lot of movie. <laughs> exactly. And then we didn't even touch the whole bit. So <laughs> we haven't touched the director's cut. No, no, no. <laughs> 
Well, thank you very much for coming on this episode. It's been an absolute pleasure and um, we really look forward to having you on again. And thank you to all the listeners. And uh, we hope that we haven't uh, ruined uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy for you and you can't unsee all the data privacy stuff. (laughs) So uh, until next time, thanks very much. Thank you.